Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. Hello once again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Colonize the Ocean podcast. I was going to do something really dramatic there, but I just didn't have it in I, I could feel that coming. <laughs> I am Adam Jewell, I'm the social media manager for Atlanta Sea Colony, and I am one of your heavier co-hosts, and with me as always is my good friend Brennan Traxler, the founder of Atlanta Sea Colony. Brennan, how are you doing? It is a... First off, let me say I'm doing great, but on, but you know, it's a, the day we're recording this is Mother's Day, so if you're listening to this this week, I hope that all the mothers had a great Mother's Day this, this uh, past Sunday, and because of that, I'm doing great. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, we, uh, we uh, spent some time today uh, making calls to moms and grandmas, and um, it was also my father-in-law's birthday, so we had like a double whammy today, so. Yeah, it was a it was a busy day day today. Like you said, we're recording on Mother's Day. Um, I I played it smart and I um, gave my wife gifts on Friday. That way, you know, a I could avoid the rush at the store, and I got to spoil her a little early, and then that gives me time to do this. So you know, just trying to just trying to you know hedge my bets a little bit on uh, making things work out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I went and got my sister a birthday, uh, not birthday, but a Mother's Day card today, and they're all sold out, so I got a birthday card and marked out the birthday and put Mother's Day in it. <laughs> you know, whatever. So, sometimes you just got to do what you got to yeah. do. So, you know, today we got uh, a couple things that we're going to talk to you guys about, just like always. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first, Brenton, um, okay. as always, because um, it turns out, like, you always, I think, always pick the better ones, and we always have better discussion around yours, so... It's it's good to get the you know the the simple one out of the way or the, at least the one that I talk about out of the way and then we get to go in depth with yours. So fair enough. <laughs> so this is what I uh, um, one of the news articles I wanted to talk about that we had on the Atlanta Sea Colony Facebook page this week was about smart coral reefs. Um, I found this article by ZDNet.com. Um, and it talks about uh, smart coral reefs. This underwater fish spotting AI helps protect the rainforest of the sea. So um, the, the article kicks off by talking about, um, and I'll actually just go word for word in their first, uh, uh, in their intro with this, that Intel and Accenture are working on a project to monitor and restore coral reefs in the Philippines. Project CoRail, as in C-O-R-A-I-L, uses artificial intelligence to monitor, characterize, and analyze coral reef resiliency around uh, Pangadilan Island. I'm probably butchered that name, um, which is in the Philippines. So is what they were kind of doing before is like when they were trying to monitor the health of the coral reefs, it would, they would just use divers to go, go down and check the, the life of the coral reef, you know, based off of like, uh, kind of like the fish population and just checking the overall health of the the reef itself um, 
but the the problem with that is that it was um you had to have divers go down for 30 minutes at a time and it wasn't consistent it was uh you know based off of just sporadically how they how they would do that um and uh, one of the things you know they check for is like i said the abundance and diversity of the fish which is kind of the the main indicator of the the health of the the reef so is what they did is um intel and this company accenture accenture i'm sorry if i'm butchering that name but uh, basically they set up like a um little concrete device with uh um, a camera down there which um takes pictures um and videos sends it up to like a buoy system which then collects the data for um you know this company to to study it with so the cool thing about that is that it's more consistent and they're being able to monitor it non-stop or i shouldn't say non-stop but a lot more they can see the the life come and go down there so it's one of those things that i guess the moral of kind of what i take out of this is that we're constantly being bombarded with um just like any news we're, we always hear the bad stuff that goes on so we're, we're constantly hearing the news like when it comes to ocean stuff about the coral reefs are dying and how everything's just a mess in the ocean well one of the cool things like this is that we're using technology and technology is getting further developed and we're utilizing what we have out there to kind of be able to not only help but monitor what we're doing and so yeah it was one of those things that you know i kind of foresee um once underwater colonization gets put in place like what we're trying to accomplish is that you know if we have scientists and marine biologists that want to live underwater much like the aquarius um, science research facility that they can utilize this kind of stuff but also be close to it um and be able to um just be able to monitor that and get more realistic data on what's kind of going on with the health of coral reefs and just underwater biodiversity um, altogether. Yeah. You know, something I was going to, I've been thinking about when you were saying that is something cool about this, this podcast kind of segue, not really a segue here, but off the track a little bit is we put out so much content every week. And I thank you for that. Cause Adam, if you don't know, puts out almost all the content we do, but I don't get to see everything that goes out there. And so we would do these, you bring up articles I, I either didn't completely missed or didn't really dive into. So it's cool to hear this other, this other stuff that is going on out there and, and maybe dive into articles that maybe didn't do as well or something along those lines. I think this is, it's one of those things where we're seeing AI, which is a big buzzword right now. Um, and there's arguments both ways, whether AI is, you know, the downfall of humanity or, or the uh, godsend um, and where it's falling in, but it's neat to see, this technology used in a way like this and just i and i think as the last week's podcast we talked we were talking and it's just about 3d printing and how big of a deal that's going to be and i think that as big of a deal as 3d printing it is ai is is just going to dwarf 3d printing as far as just how massive it's going to be of an impact on on mankind and um hopefully we hope that most of it will be good similar to this type of situation here um, so, yeah, I mean, it's great to hear about something that's, you know, positive for the, the coral reefs. Like you said, we hear so much bad about it. Uh, even in the news here recently, they're talking about um, the Great Barrier Reef and, you know, uh, issues with it. 
but it's great to hear that where I've monitored this and um, hopefully this is a step in the right direction. Yeah. And it kind of ties into one of the, one of the issues that we face a lot is, and we bring it up probably every other podcast is that a lot of the, the feedback we get, or um, I guess um, criticism we get is that what we're going to be doing is going to be destroying um destroying uh the underwater ecosystem yeah ecosystem thank you i was for some reason struggling to find that word but so much of what we've been finding like just in our uh adventure into this is that there is a lot of people that have figured out ways of rebuilding and been you know helping this like when we talked to chad albertowski he was talking about their developing systems that not only can build uh coral and stuff but talking about how they can absorb the what was it the co2 or um whatever you know so you know you talk about climate change global warming whatever the the buzzword is with it but you know we've developed a system or we're developing systems that are actually countering that which you know we don't get to hear those news articles unless it's you know from organizations like us because so much of the news that gets put out into the mainstream is all about how doom and gloom everything is but i mean when you really get to dig into it there's a lot of good things being done and you know if people dive into it there's a lot of like i said they can find these organizations they can help these organizations and um yeah things are on the up and up i think yeah definitely and you know talking about coral reefs and stuff like that you know for all my life you know the the big thing to do was to take an old airplane or a bus or whatever and drop it drop it in the ocean and let it become a natural coral reef which is great but now we're able to use technology on top of that versus just dropping something in the ocean and, and over time allowing it we've got ways of speeding up coral development and now we've got ai coming into play as well um that's a very positive story i think for this week absolutely so what do you got uh for for us this week buddy well actually mine kind of ties into yours a little bit too um i i did it on a video that we put out um earlier in the week and it's called why the ocean is still unexplored and it's by a uh, youtube channel unveiled and it's about seven and a half minute long video uh, but it's one of the best i think it's one of the best videos i've watched on this topic i've seen a lot of them they go into really deep uh, but they hit so many good points in this thing and one of the ones they're talking about we're start off with was hey, being underwater being with the ecosystem allows us to better you know, monitor, assist, and see what's going on. Um, so they talked about that, but they're basically the whole gist of what they're saying is it comes down to funding and money. Uh, they're talking about the difference between space and, and the oceans and the, the funding difference between NASA and NOAA um, and just a bunch of stuff like that. It's, I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much of the video because I think it's worth, it's a seven minute watch. It doesn't take any time to watch it, but they got some really good stuff in there um, talking about why, why the ocean's still unexplored and why everybody's trying to get the space and, and the, the pros and the cons to to that as well. Um, and a lot of it we've, we've said on here before, and I, we will continue to, to repeat and say more in the future on that as well, and through our AMA and just through other articles we're working on putting out there as well. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it, it all basically boiled around to, to the almighty dollar. Yeah, and the the i guess disappointing thing to think about is that we're much more likely unless things change 
we're much more likely gonna start living on Mars and the moon and already be trying to figure out how to explore and create life on other planets and other, I guess, entities before we'll even know what all is on our own planet. And, you know, we, we always talk about the fact that, you know, the, the earth is like what 70% water and only a very small percentage of that has ever been like 5%. Yeah. 5% has been explored. And so it's like, we're going to get to Mars quicker than we're going to figure out what all is under underneath water. And one of the things in one of the upcoming articles that I have coming this week is something that I um, found today is that there's a lot of um, researchers that are thinking that there could, keyword could, um, be ties to, you know, treatment for what's going on right now, the COVID-19 thing, that they think that there could be treatment for COVID-19 tied with um, just like oceanic type materials, not, not materials, I should say, but like um, vegetation and stuff like that, where they believe that there's going to be a tie-in with it. Now, that's all theoretical right now, obviously, but it's one of those things, too, where we don't know what's all out there. There could be um, answers to sickness out there based off of what we don't even know is out there. And, yeah, like I said, it's just kind of sad to think about that we're so worried about going elsewhere right now, which is cool. You know, it's cool to explore and all that. I'm not – I don't want to downplay that, but, you know, in the in a philosophical, spiritual, you know, aspect, you know, if you want to go there, is that we have this – big beautiful earth that i think um was meant to kind of have everything that we'd ever need on it but we might not know what all is there i, I mean maybe i got carried away with that <laughs> that no, tangent I, but and i think you know i think you're on you know i've heard for years too is like people are saying oh well the cure for cancer could be underwater and, and maybe it, it is you know we don't know and that's part of the problem and, you know, they say that the real problem with it is, is the density of water. You know, we've got all of Mars, we've got all Moon, 100% mapped, and yet we have almost none of the ocean mapped. And the only time it ever gets mapped is if there's a catastrophe where we're having to find something on the ocean floor, then we're sending sonar and stuff down there. And that's the problem is because the water is so dense, you can't just use radio waves or, you know, whatever to, to, to monitor it. We have to dot, drop sonar and do it slow and painstaking. And I think in the, in the video they said that they figured it would take $4 billion to completely map, I think it was the Atlantic, which is within the budget, but there isn't a need for it or is a perceived need for right. it. And so that's why it's not done. Um, but I think that goes back to, once again, you know, as we develop and push man towards the ocean and as we start developing underwater colonies, cities, whatever, technology is going to change and grow towards that. I mean, we've seen that with everything else. As you start developing something, the technology gets simpler and it gets better and it grows. And I think the same thing will be said for, for underwater, too. As we start to live down there, to make life easier, the technology will come and support that as well. And I think that that's a, that's a big push for it as well. Let's get down there. Let's start work on these technologies that's going to help us figure out what's down there. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things that I've said it many times before that one of the the things that I've loved about this project and just even before I was involved in this project is I, I love animals. I love fish, like being able to like go to zoos and learn about stuff and just, you know, watch these nature documentaries. And it's like, how many other cool life forms are out there that we don't even know about? 
I mean, like you said, the only time we ever discover things is by accident or, um, or by happen happenstance where it's like, we might be in a certain part of the world for some other reason. And we just happen to stumble upon something. There's, there's not a lot of, like you said, direct need to go out and explore this stuff. And, and it's, it's sad because it takes, uh, sorry, that was my dog. It takes a philanthropist or something like that, that's just willing to throw the money out there to do it just because, and there's not a lot of those out there. There's some, but I mean, the big thing right now is space. And like I said, I don't want to knock that because it is a very cool um, thing that the human race is working on. But at the same time, like I said, I just, it just saddens me to think that we could just potentially never know what's here and we could already be leaving this world behind. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, you know, once again, all these articles will be in the show notes. So you don't have to go back and find them on our Facebook page or wherever we post it to. Uh, and I definitely urge on both these articles to, to go back and look at them, uh, watch the videos. And um, yeah, we'd be curious to hear what your thoughts on them too. So definitely hit us up on social media too um, about this. Absolutely. And before we close it out, I just do, I want to make a quick push because I always forget this on all of our other outros, but we do have a, patreon and like right now i know it's a it's a tough time for a lot of people you know depending on what they're going through with this uh the pandemic that's going on a lot of people have lost jobs and all that stuff that's going on but uh, we do ask that if you have the opportunity to um go to our patreon um and uh be able to sign up you can i mean a dollar a month or five dollars a month uh, i think our tiers right now and we're we're working on that too and um really like i said if it's something that you guys are capable of doing not only does it help us with the podcast it helps us with the atlanta sea colony project as well and it could go from anything to like i said helping us you know from uh business software to recording software and it could go to um being able to start building the the actual atlanta sea colony habitat the first one so um a lot of this comes down to we've kind of known for a while until unless we come across that one that one person that does have the the big bank account, um, we we do think this is going to be self-funded or crowdfunded. So um, like I said, if you guys have the opportunity to be able to donate, we'd greatly appreciate that. So you can check out www.patreon.com slash Atlanta Sea Colony for that. Um, And for the other stuff, we have www.AtlanticSeaColony.com, www.ColonizeTheOcean.com. By the way, uh, Brendan just updated the uh, Atlanta Sea Colony uh, website. It looks nice, so go check that out. And all the social media links are right at the very top and easy to find if you're on your desktop version or right there in the uh, link. But So all of, our, to all of our socials are now there, via, quickly available. Absolutely, and that includes you know the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Reddit, YouTube, LBRY. Like I said, Patreon, please check us out there. Um, I don't think I, I think I got them all there. I usually always forget one. I notice after like we record and I go back there, and there's a couple it. you missed, but it's fine. Cause they're all on the page. And yeah, no matter what, like most of the high profile social medias, we are on it and you can find us at the last sea yeah. colony. So, um, come join us on there and join the discussion on everything that we got going on. And once again, thank you guys for the support. And by the way, we do have an AMA coming up. So when this is released, um, if you guys have any questions about Atlantis Sea Colony or, um, you know, what we're doing, what we're planning with that, um, have those questions to us. You can message us, you know, either through our emails, which you can find on the website or through the social media itself, just messages through there. 
Um, by May fifteenth, I think is what we said. So, yeah, May fifteenth. I have my little sheet over here. So yeah, do that, and we would gladly answer any questions in the upcoming video we got. So once again, guys, thank you so much for joining. Brennan, anything else you gotta add? Nope, you got it all covered. All right, thanks, guys, and we'll see you again next week on another episode of Colonize the Ocean, the podcast. Thanks.